Welcome to the Sharp 600, brought to you by Covers.com. Give us 600 seconds, and we'll give you the tools you need to improve your handicapping. What's up, everybody? I'm Joe Fortenball, and here's what we have in store for today's episode. In just a few minutes, we're going to visit with MMA handicapper and Covers expert Nick Kalikis about Saturday night's UFC 214, which features a monster card that includes John Jones versus Daniel Cormier in the main event. We've also got some very interesting news on the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather front, but we begin with Major League Baseball. Specifically, three red-hot teams heading into this weekend's slate of action. We begin with the Chicago Cubs, leaders in the National League Central. Cubs are in the process of finishing up a four-game series with inner-city rival Chicago White Sox, They get set for a three-game series this weekend in Milwaukee against the Slumping Brewers. Now, the Cubs have won 10 of 12 entering Thursday night. Milwaukee, on the other hand, has lost 8 of 10 entering Thursday's finale with the Washington Nationals. Of the eight losses sustained by the Brewers, six have come by two or more runs. On the flip side, the Chicago Cubs, of those 10 wins we talked about earlier, having won 10 of their last 12. Of those 10 wins, seven have come by two or more runs. For those of you who are paying close attention, I think you know where this is going. Lay the one and a half with the Cubs throughout the course of the weekend. More on that in just a moment. This season, the Cubs, five and four against the Brewers. So not exactly world beaters, but a lot of those came in the beginning of the season when the Cubs had the hangover effect from the World Series. They're starting to peak at the moment, as we talked about earlier. Of the five wins the Cubs have posted against the Brewers, all of them have come by two or more runs. So here are your pitching matchups for the weekend. Friday, it's Jose Quintana, who was recently acquired from the Chicago White Sox, taking on Brent Suter. The key here is that in Quintana's two starts since joining the Cubs, both quality starts, both wins for Chicago. Lay the one and a half Friday night with Quintana. Saturday, it's Kyle Hendricks versus Junior Guerra. And on Sunday, it's John Lackey versus Zach Davies. Of these three games, I believe at least two will feature the Cubs winning by two or more runs. That's how I'm approaching that series. Series number two that we're keeping a very close eye on this weekend, it's Kansas City at Boston Royals Red Sox. After losing seven of eight, Kansas City and Eric Hosmer have caught absolute fire with eight straight victories, three of which were walk-offs. This team is peaking At the right time, heading into the trade deadline, looks like the Royals are going to be buyers rather than sellers. In fact, they've already been buying. More on that in a moment. This three-game series against the Red Sox, well, Boston is back from a six-game road trip on the West Coast in which they lost four of the final five games. Three-game series beginning Friday. It's Jason Vargas, 12-4 on the season Friday against David Price. He of the 3.82 ERA. Saturday's game is an intriguing one. Trevor Cahill versus Rick Porcillo. Why are we isolating Saturday's game? Cahill is a recent acquisition in a trade versus San Diego. This should be his first start with the Royals. Porcillo, on the other hand, the defending AL Cy Young winner, has just one win since late May, but four straight quality starts. If you see Boston as a sizable dog here, keep your eyes on Rick Porcillo. You may want to play the Red Sox in this spot. The numbers on the surface look bad, but Porcillo over his last four starts, like I said, 
four straight quality starts could be an intriguing underdog play depending upon the price. Sunday, it's Jason Hamill for the Royals, 4.81 ERA against Eduardo Rodriguez of the Red Sox, who has lost each of his last three starts. For that game, kind of a toss-up in my opinion, but I would isolate Kansas City Friday night, and I would be looking to the Red Sox if dogs at a good price on Saturday night. Team number three, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Nobody in baseball hotter at the moment. LA's won 36 of 42. 36 of 42. To put that in perspective, the Phillies have won 35 games all season. All season. Dodgers welcoming in the San Francisco Giants for three games, who just got done taking two of three from Pittsburgh, but this is the least powerful lineup in Major League Baseball. Just 79 home runs on the season, that's dead last in MLB, and a 245 collective batting average, that's 25th in MLB. Friday, it's going to be Alex Wood for the Dodgers, who's 11-1, taking on Matt Moore, who has been a complete dumpster fire for the Giants. Saturday, it's Rich Hill versus Ty Block, and Sunday, Hyunjin Ryu versus Matt Kane. This is the game you want to isolate. Sunday's game, and you want to be looking to play over on the total. Since June 11th, since June 11th, every single game Matt Cain has pitched has produced an average of 13-point run runs per game. Let that settle in. Every game Matt Cain has pitched since June 11th, add them all up, average them out, 13.1 runs per game. It's not all his fault. Some's the bullpen, some's the other team. 13.1 runs per game. On the flip side, Ryu, over his last five starts, average of 10.4 total runs per game. So to recap, in the Dodger-Giants series, we're going to be looking at an over on Sunday, Matt Kane versus Ryu. Kansas City's at Boston. We're going to keep a close eye on Rick Porcillo Saturday night, if in a sizable underdog role. And the Cubs at Milwaukee... Friday, we leak Jose Quintana, minus one and a half runs. Kyle Hendricks on Saturday, minus one and a half runs. John Lackey on Sunday, minus one and a half runs. We do believe we will get at least two out of three in that scenario. Before we bring on Nick Kalikas, a reminder, go to CoversExperts.com and use the promo code SHARP600 for a free $30 credit towards your next Covers Expert purchase. In addition, head over to Covers.com and check out our Streak Survivor Contest, where you will have a chance to win $100,000, as well as some other cash prizes and cover swag. That's the Streak Survivor Contest at Covers.com. We go to the phones to preview a monster fight card Saturday night. It's UFC 214, and the Sharp 600 is very happy to welcome in Nick Kalikas. You can follow him on Twitter at Fight Odds. He runs the website MMAOddsBreaker.com. Nick, thank you so much for your time today. Let's jump right into it. UFC 214, massive card, but is the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather hype taking away some of the shine from this upcoming event? I think so, a little bit. I mean, I think UFC 214 is going to do just fine. I mean, the numbers I don't think will disappoint. It's such a loaded card from top to bottom. But, yeah, definitely Conor McGregor versus uh, Floyd Mayweather, that fight is going to always be on the forefront. I mean, it's just getting so much attention. It will be the biggest fight in combat sports history, and it's being promoted as so. So I think anytime you mention that fight, it's going to take away from anything around it. But still, I think we're going to have a very successful UFC 214. John Jones versus Daniel Cormier in the main event. We'll get to that in just a moment. But outside of the main event, are there any sides or totals currently on the board that you feel might have some exceptional value? If you want to lay some small chalk, I think uh, Moicano 
against Ortega is the, where, the way to go here. Moicano is only about minus 150. I opened the line at minus 180. So the public action early on is coming in on the underdog Ortega. And I think stylistically, this favors Moicano in the matchup. Moicano is a very underrated fighter, and he's just coming off a big win over Jeremy Stevens in his last fight. And I think he's going to follow that up by pulling off of another impressive performance over Ortega. So minus 150, I think he controls the tempo of the fight. He's a better wrestler. I think he's got the better striking as well. And I don't think he gets caught up in the submission game of Ortega. So minus 150, there's definitely some value on Moicano. If I was looking for a live underdog, are there any on this card that I should target? Definitely. I think one of the best ones is actually on the pay-per-view portion of the card, Ozdemir versus Manoa. The underdog price of around plus 158 right now, five dimes. Ozemir is a very live dog. He's coming off back-to-back wins, actually, as an underdog as well. So this will be the third time he's entering into the UFC as an underdog. And I think stylistically, this is basically a toss-up type of fight. Both these guys are heavy hitters. They go for the knockouts. I mean, the fight's not going to probably play out on the floor too much, so you're going to get striker versus striker type of concept. And Ozdemir, I trust his chin a little bit better. And you're getting a plus 158 price on really – a fight that should be more of a toss-up. So there's definitely value, and Ozemir could very well be a live dog. And that's at plus 158 odds. All eyes will be on the main event, John Jones versus Daniel Cormier. No love lost between these two. When it's all said and done, how do you see the main event at UFC 214 playing out? I see it being a, a pretty competitive fight early on, but I think as it progresses a little bit, John Jones takes over. I mean, it's unfortunate that we haven't seen this fight a little bit sooner with the time off, with the circumstances of suspension of John Jones. But realistically, Cormier is at the point of his career. He's been a very dominant champion in the absence of John Jones. But John Jones, as we all know, is the true light heavyweight champion. I mean, he's unfortunately had his personal issues that kind of took that away from him. But, I mean, last time these guys fought, it was a very competitive fight. Now we're a few years removed from that fight. And I think Cormier is not going to get any younger, obviously. Uh, Neither is Jones, but Jones still has a little bit of the fresher legs. He's had some time off to recoup his body very well. He's been training hard. I think he's just a stylistical bad matchup for uh, Cormier. So I expect the favorite here, the chalk, to come through in this one. And it's around minus 270 right now with John Jones. So I I think he might even possibly get a finish as they go. Uh, A five-round battle. I know a lot of people are expecting to get to hit the scorecards, but I could very easily see a stoppage as it goes. His name is Nick Kalikas. You can follow him on Twitter at Fight Odds. He runs the website MMAOddsBreaker.com. Nick, if I'm not mistaken, you got something in store for the listeners today, do you not? Yeah, definitely. We have one of our guys, Gabe Killian. He does uh, covers experts at concovers.com, so make sure you go to the expert section on covers, and you can get a, a discount on the MMA premium section, the plays that we're giving out this weekend. Um, right now you can get MMA 15%, use that promo code, and you'll get a discount off of the premium selections there for some good picks for UFC 214 as well. So make sure you check out Covers Experts, MMA 15%, and you get a discounted price. Nick Kalikas is the name, ladies and gentlemen. Get to know it. Nick, thank you so much for your time today. We greatly appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Dynamite stuff there from Nick Kalikas. This Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight, I'm going to perform a little bit of a public service announcement here. This week... According to multiple reports, an individual walked into the South Point Casino in Las Vegas and wagered $35,000 on Conor McGregor to knock out Floyd Mayweather at 6-1. to one. People, save your money. This fight is orchestrated. It's not boxing. It's Cirque du Soleil. It's not boxing. It's WWE. These two have already figured out how they're going to play this thing out. There is no reason for either guy to get hurt. It's $100 million apiece for an easy 36 minutes tops worth of work in the ring. In fact, if you're looking for anything here, not only would you lay, should you lay the wood on Floyd Mayweather, 
Take it to go the distance. Take this to go over the total of rounds. I think Floyd's going to carry him. But more on that as we get closer to the fight. That's a wrap for us, everybody, here at the Sharp 600. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We appreciate it. A big thanks to Nick Kalikas for joining us on the show. We're back early next week. Best of luck, everybody. Have a great weekend.